And we're back again this week with another episode from my girlfriend, Brittany. Um, she really likes the number four, so we're going to keep it going uh, as long as possible. I don't know. Um, just wanted to do a quick, everybody should come to Joe's Underground open mic Thursday nights at 9 p.m. Because seriously, it's the most fun thing that I do. Like, I go to these open mics, I do these shows, and out of all of that, I think my favorite thing to do is going down to Joe's Underground and giving all these people an opportunity to get on stage and really um, show off what they got. And like I've been saying, every week has gotten better and better, and I can't appreciate all of you for coming down enough. So, thank you. Now imagine, you are tripping absolute dick on mushrooms. I guess I need to pick it up with my own butthole. <laughs> Asking such deep questions. And here we go. Episode Ooh. four, part two. The Cry Havoc podcast. Um back again with my beautiful, amazing girlfriend, <laughs> Brittany. Since her favorite number is four, we're going to keep it going with the episode four thing. Mm. So, right now, she's having a mouthful of peanut butter, so it's sort of... It's absolutely delicious. <laughs> <laughs> it sounds a little funny. It's not it's that... a lot of... A lot of licking and... Yeah. <laughs> I just wanted to make sure everybody knew it was not <coughs> that my penis has a stinger on the end of it and you just gave me a blowjob. <laughs> That's not what happened. <laughs> so, just Do to, you put peanut butter on stingers? No, it's just if you're you don't use your tongue, it sounds like your tongue is really swollen. Oh, okay. That sounds like it got stung by a a hornet. That movie was pretty good, though. Yeah, we just watched The Green Hornet, which was not as bad as everybody made it out to see. Right? I liked it. Because when it I first came out, it. I remember everybody talking mad shit about it. Mm-hmm. Um, everybody was saying how terrible it was. And yeah, you know, it's fucking Seth Rogen. Like, it's not going to be... Look, he's not always terrible. He no. just plays a certain role. Right. And he sticks to it. <laughs> um, that's his role. Is that peanut butter? Oh, it was. I just squished it. Oh, really? I dropped dro- um, it. Hi, but yeah. baby. 
This is a second podcast I've actually recorded today. Just finished recording Green Surrection, episode one. Morning wood. Morning wood. Yes. Uh, and then later on today, I'm actually going to be recording another episode of this podcast. So it should be a uh, pretty good few episodes for y'all. All recorded on the same day. Also, still have to do all the stuff for the episode that's supposed to release tomorrow. So, mm-hmm. got to do the editing. We have a busy, busy day today. Mm-hmm. So, <clears throat> why don't you tell me more about this Thailand thing? Ooh, so I've already technically planned a trip through Asia because my next cross like not cross country but next overseas trip was going to be an asia trip so like thailand beijing and i can't remember off the top of my head the other location but i at least try to hit up two to three locations and at each location i like to do whatever my interests are so one of those is like my bucket list items which is before I'm 30 to visit all the world's natural ecosystems. The biomes. Yeah, biomes. There we go. And so far I've gotten, I haven't seen like desert, desert yet. I've only seen like canyon style desert. That makes sense. Yeah. But I've seen, so I've seen like across west, west coast of U.S. stuff. Um, a little bit more northern, <laughs> northern west coast and everything, and then like, let's see, what else have I seen? I've seen every type of rainforest, so Australia knocked that out 100%, and then same thing with like the Great Barrier Reef, so I not didn't know there that. were different types of rainforests, I thought it was all just rainforests. Oh no, there's so many types of rainforests, I think there's six, let me... Let me look it up. I know it's like deciduous, um, tropical. Oh, okay. Types of rainforest. Yeah, because I've heard of a tropical rainforest. I just haven't, like, I didn't know there was, I guess, so many. Um, Oh, I lied to you. There's only two. (laughs) Oh. Two types of rainforest, tropical and temperate. Oh, okay. We'll see. That makes a little more sense. Um... What was I going to say? Shit. I've always wanted to, like, go explore somewhere, go out into the middle of nowhere, into a jungle, or something like that. Thailand's perfect for it. I always thought that was pretty cool. I found a elephant sanctuary that rescues Thailandese elephants that have been abused in the elephant riding industry. So what you actually do is you stay on the property and it's like a reserve it's a whole big huge plot of lands and reserves and stuff and all the volunteers and the staff stay on one location and then the entire rest of the park is for the elephants nice so they're able to roam free but you know most of them choose to stay anyways just because that is their safety that's their security they know poachers yep and food um, all the workers, like, there's several different, like, experience packages, essentially, that you can choose from, and I wanted to do the one where you get to, like, bathe, and you get to swim with them, 
you get to feed them. Um, and I believe there's one where you get like a painting by them because they do a ton of different kinds of enrichment with them. Oh like, yeah, they teach them how to fucking paint. Mm -hmm. That's the craziest fucking shit. Mm-hmm. Have you seen and elephant paintings before? Like, yeah, it is good. In, yeah, it is fucking insane how artistic they are. Painting themselves. Exactly. They had a mirror and they were just painting themselves. They're like, so smart. Even if we they taught them how so to do that, smart. they still figured out how to do that. Mm -hmm. Like, even if they don't know that that's what they're doing, that's what they're fucking doing. But yeah, I wanna, I wanna bathe elephants. I've ridden an elephant before, and that was cool as shit. That was also at a wildlife <laughs> sanctuary. I actually rode an elephant in Maine. Of all places. <laughs> what? <laughs> when, um... When I rode my... a camel at the fair here one time. Ooh, camels are f very weird to ride. Yeah. I wouldn't expect them to feel... It was like in a ten-foot circle one or two times. It was yeah. not exciting yeah. or interesting. It was just a fucking camel. I was like... <laughs> That's cool. Is right. it? <laughs> I mean... The fact that I it's at a fair, no. Yeah. The fact that it was at a fair, no. That's not the cool part. But the cool part is, you know, the experience still. And that's majority of the reason why people get preyed upon and why the animals get preyed upon yeah. is because they're selling an experience. The whole Tiger King bullshit. Mm-hmm. Yep. God damn. You remember when that shit came out? Last year, and not, I I'm not did talking not feel about, about it. Well, I'm not even talking about the show itself. I'm just talking about like what all was going on like that time last year, and how fucking crazy it is that we're here now. Yeah. On the other end of it, like a year a fucking year. later, it's more than more than a year, yeah, yeah, like a year and a half. Way more than a year. Just feels like no fucking time at all. Like, and yet so much shit happened. Exactly. I feel like there's been so much packed into the year. Yeah. Definitely has been. <clears throat> you know, time flies when you're having fun. Mm-hmm. So. But another reason why I want to go to Thailand is because I want to learn Thai massage. Oh, and yeah. And you right. actually stay. Um, the program that I would want to go through is called the Sunshine School Massage, and that is where um, they traditionally teach... Thailand, Thai massage <clears throat> from the practitioners that essentially cultivated it in Thailand. Like, it's just generations upon generations upon generations of, I think, like, almost like a commune. Because, you know, in Thailand, they're villages. Yeah. Same thing with, like, a lot of other cultures and countries. Like, they're just giant communes, essentially, is how we view them. But they are sustainable villages in that climate yeah and that'll be a super fucking awesome experience and that's what i love experiencing when i do travel is i want to know the culture of where i'm at i want to experience it i want to yeah, be that's deep the in the heart going. yep i want to be deep in the heart i don't want to do no tourist bullshit like don't get me wrong now when i went to amsterdam when i went to sydney you know, you're big heavy hitters, you gotta do some tourist stuff. But I don't want right. to support the negative tourist industry. There we go. That's just plainest terms I can put it in. 
the most expletive, exploitative, capitalistic nonsense. Um, one thing I don't understand about the Thai massage, though, is that I've had the same ties for like 12, 15 years, and never once have they needed a massage. <laughs> <laughs> but for real it took, it took me a second <laughs> it took me a second there. I know it would um, when I was in Japan and we were climbing Mount Fuji it's which like, also we're gonna do I hope you understand uh, that we are climbing it again <laughs> yeah I just need boots this time oh don't worry I actually shoes. go to places prepared Andrew <laughs> yeah, I was not <laughs> I we didn't think we were gonna do be. that when we left we when we went to Japan we didn't think we were gonna climb Mount Fuji while we were there why, why wouldn't you think that you're you live there you were going to live there that's like a normal thing people just do I on a day-to-day -day basis when they live thought there. never crossed my mind I didn't even know it was climbable I mean I guess I figured like every mountain is climbable I just didn't know it was like commercially available to visiting white people <laughs> like, <laughs> I mean some places are restricted yeah. It depends on where you go. We had a layover in Russia, and this was right around the time, yeah, right around the time of the elections, I think, because it, it was when I went to India, and, um, or it was just, like, major fucking controversy. I don't remember. I honestly don't remember which year. I know it was before 2019. I know that for a fact. Um... When did I go to India? It was before I had dreads. So, go back a little bit further. I'm going to go with 2016. That would be the election. Yeah. yeah. Yep, 2016 is the election. All right, so yeah, I was right. So, right around when the election was happening, you know, they were not letting U.S. citizens into Russia whatsoever. You could not leave the gate that your plane departed into. You were physically escorted yeah. from the gate that you arrived in from the time you stepped out of the tunnel to the time you entered the other tunnel. Like, we couldn't even wait in the other terminal. We had to stay in that first terminal until everything was clear for us to just walk straight on that plane. Like, everybody just walked straight on that plane. Tickets were checked. Everything was in advance. We were planning on going to the Blue Mosque the super fucking, like, right, yeah. elaborate, gorgeous stone, just, Is that oh. Moscow, or? Moscow, yep. yep, Moscow. And I was so excited because the one thing, I have traveled many places, but the one thing I am always told is I look Russian. <laughs> I look Russian, and it makes sense because I'm Polish, I'm German, and... I believe we have a little bit of Irish. I'm not too, too sure on that. Um, but yeah, that's the one thing I'm constantly told is I look Russian. And that's been a good thing for when I travel because I don't right. just look like a typical white American. And now that I have dreads, I look even more Russian <laughs> because yeah. that is just a common super super common hairstyle not only for the culture yeah. there but for like their 
high-end modeling industries and stuff. It's a huge yeah. part of it. Just because it's a, be- they make it so beautiful. I they feel like so fucking beautiful. Even cavemen probably had dreadlocks, right? Yeah, because <laughs> you gotta think like the like they men, just didn't like, take care. There's of no it, reason. So. Yeah, there was no reason for it. Might as well tie them together into a bunch of different strands or whatever. Mm-hmm. Make it um, easier, more aerodynamic. Or just stay out of your face while you're hunting. Mm-hmm. Like. Hunting was a huge influence on everything that we became. The evolution of culture is crazy to me. Like, how many places were able to sustain it, like, from the time. Like, essentially, if you look at it, some places are living in the, the caveman-esque time oh, still. Yeah, the, they're um, hunting. Stone they're, Age, basically. Yeah, yeah. They're hunting. They're living in handmade housing and like I know a lot of people go over there for like, you know, mission trips and stuff like that to try to build up different they try to bring the essentials and the necessities yeah. to those places just to be able to sustain them. But it takes away from their culture. Have you heard about uh, North Sentinel Island? Uh-uh. It's, I don't know where, but it's supposedly one of the only uncontacted tribes of people in the entire planet. Okay, so I've heard and, of this, but yeah. I don't, I don't recall the name. There was a, um, there was a missionary that was paddling his boat up there, whatever type of boat he took, I don't know, but anyway, he was trying to bring Bibles over there and bring them the word of God, and they shot him to death with arrows. And then, um, what turns out is actually before that, but I hadn't heard about it until just recently, but in the 1960s, a shipwrecked there that basically sent them into the Bronze Age of, like, giving them all these metals that they could work with, and, like, they started using all these tools Yo. and stuff that were on the boat, and, like... Do they have a documentary on this? Cause, like, I don't think so, because, like, who's gonna film yeah. it? Nobody's been yeah, there. Yeah, if they haven't... Yeah, that's why I was like, if they haven't contacted, like, how... They could make a movie. That's so fucking crazy. They could make a, like, fake storyline movie and make a fiction out of it. That'd be cool. I'd watch cool. that shit. Yeah, I would watch like that. Apocalypto. Mm-hmm. But it's one of my favorite. Movies. Like, if one Apocalypto happened movies. in 2020, like it's the same basic <laughs> thing. Because Apocalypto ends, spoiler alert, with the white guys showing up in boats, right? Mm-hmm. So like, but imagine if it was a fucking aircraft carrier showing up, you know? Right. Like, imagine <laughs> the military just stumbles upon. Yeah. And they get ambushed or some shit. Yeah. Damn, that would be some crazy thing. Just to witness that evolution. Because you gotta think, like, they. Timelines. Yeah, it would. Yeah, it would just be a. Totally different space of their reality. Because that's so advanced. So advanced to what they are now, probably. Yeah. It's like Pocahontas times a billion. Mm hmm. (laughs) Mm hmm. Aircraft carriers are massive. Yeah. And we have more of them than the next six countries combined. For no reason. 
for no reason. Oh my god, war is never the answer. This is why tons of countries already figured it out. Like, ugh. We have definitely... Preservation is in unity. Unity and connection. Any kind but of preservation. what drives unity is the masses. other than the bad guy the other like that's how you it's get people to team up is you hate the, the lunch power lady. majority yeah. yeah it's the power majority which unfortunately well, it's a common enemy if you have a common the enemy of my enemy is my friend so like if you both hate you know japanese people or something then all of a sudden team up you're a bigger power it's okay to nuke them because they're the bad guys but if you don't have any bad guys then people just find bad guys amongst themselves and we end up fighting each other yeah. everything stems from communication though like majority of wars were just based upon we got angry because we didn't get what we want well you or chicks. could have yeah yeah <laughs> like or you know Way back instinctual in the instinctual desires for power and stuff like the different ways to obtain it through culture yeah and that it's was like just land women and religion yep cuz that is that is spreading so that's the instinct spreading the instinct to reproduce to well, grow grow in numbers wealth lust yep. and Religion. Ah! Ah, religion just allows it to breed so well. Well, it's just... it's. (laughs) Look, I'm not blaming it any more than I'm blaming capitalism, obviously. Like, it's... Like I just said, it's all three. And love is in there, too. But I like that one. So... (laughs) But that's, like, the three main motives for any murder ever on the planet. (laughs) That's... Like, the first thing. That's why the first people that you check are, like, the people close to that person or financially connected to them. Yep. So insane. Like, the human psyche in general just... It baffles me. Like, how the brain can reconstruct itself into so many different reactions. Like, so many different systematic connections that make... A unique thing that is not as quite as unique as it is with the whole because they're all still connected but they're just just a, just all got those little differences you imagine little if differences. we were like can you imagine if we were like a ant colony level connectedness or like a bee colony we'd level? be insane like, we would be so. No, we would be like would Elon be, Musk you see, level, like one trillion. The thing is, I think, and this Working. is just spitballing out of no knowledge whatsoever, pure speculation. But I think maybe stuff like insect colonies, like bee colonies and ant colonies, and like all them fucking fish that are all swimming together in the same thing, or like there's a sea creature, I'm just gonna call it that, because it's a bunch of little teeny tiny micro creatures that form this, like, massive sheet-looking thing that just floats around, and, like, 
it's a bunch of tiny little things, but they're all a collective... That makes Looks like a, a collective thing. Yeah. So maybe the consciousness is encompassed, like, in the entire thing, or, like, each individual beehive is, like, basically its own person, kind of, if you want to... Mm-hmm. It's hard to describe, or, like, its own... Its own giant. Self. Yeah. Its own giant. Um... All the different giants, like the ones of the sea, the ones of the land, the ones of the sky. Yeah. Like, but like also humans living are not thing. made of. We're not one organism either. We yeah. have an entire Multiple. microbiome of millions of tiny little bugs that are inside of your stomach, telling you Just how to work, feel. Yeah, working everything. They literally affect your, your emotional brain, state. Your, yeah, yeah, your brain chemistry. Your decision like, that's making. That's why. So many people, like, the the one thing that I've noticed in cultures is cultures that still eat and have the diet that is based around their survival and, like, the withstanding of keeping that genetic pull of growth strong and, like, long-lasting, because, you know, they're... They're trying to make it for as long as they fucking can. Generation after generation after generation. And then that's why they travel. And then that's why they experience other things too. Because it's adding more into that little bit of growth pool. And then that gets passed on. And then that gets passed on. Yeah. <sighs> but so what, like how much of it do you think is passed on? I had this conversation the other day um, with Ansley actually. Like, because we were talking about religion and, like, gods and things like that. And I really love her idea because I was like, I've never put it in words like that. But that is kind of how I feel. Like, okay, about the soul and the consciousness, yes, each timeline, per se, each timeline of your soul that you experience has specific details, specific things that still pass on. But it's almost like an empty shell. Like, you're back to the same different shell, per se. But the insides are, you know, those little phantom deja vu moments. Stuff like that. Did you say like, deja vu? Deja vu. <laughs> yes, deja vu. <laughs> deja vu. <Deja> <laughs> Alright. Sorry. Yeah, just picture All those Mari. little moments and all that boo. stuff. <laughs> what, um... What I've heard is that deja vu is like, that's when you come back from a respawn. Yeah. So like your soul respawning. Yeah. You're, you're passing you to died. the next timeline. You yeah. get another life. You died. You get another life. Talk but that life this. still has those skills that you learn, but only up until that certain level. And then yeah. you're building onto it with all these other things. So like you're another shell. So sometimes that can be like. That's the whole, um quantum suicide thing I was talking about with Evan in the first episode. Yeah! Yeah! <laughs> That's why I love that one so much! Like, yeah. not only the you and Evan episode, but that entire podcast of the quantum suicide thing, because I was like, that just, it just makes sense to me. And that's what I think about when I think of, like, mythical Greek mythology type stuff, and things like that, metaphysical things. Like, there's a reason they exist. There's yeah. a reason they were created. I believe, like, you know, those are some 
connected messages. Like all religions have that same basis. There is a following, there is a faith, there is a set of rules per se, or you yeah. know, lifestyle well, there's a to reason gain fit. Because yeah. you want to have a good afterlife. Mm-hmm. So in Pass the whole um, quantum suicide universe of every time you die, you just go to a universe where you're still alive. What point, like, do you, at some point, do just, like, all of your timelines end? Like, you run into, yeah. you have the last like, does one. It, mm-hmm. Is there a like, certain you just number? Live past this or point. do it's you have to, like, because I like to think about that. Like, do you, is or there is a, there a timeline in each, so each individual person has one timeline in which they are immortal. And you just eventually, (laughs) eventually you live forever. And everybody just lives forever because you just you still have that have that one timeline. And then at some point, the only timeline that will be left is the one where everyone is immortal. Because you just never know. All the other ones will be dead. So the only timeline that's left is the one where everybody ended up still alive. So yeah, still alive. By definition, we are in a shitty timeline (laughs) because so many people have died already. Everybody should be immortal, and if they're not, we're in the wrong timeline and you're gonna die. Look, we weren't meant as a species to be this like. We're the decoys. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) Like, come on, think about it. We weren't meant to have. This is going to sound so fucking harsh, but I know everybody can relate and everybody knows exactly what I'm talking about. We weren't meant to have this many stupid fucking people. Like, (laughs) there are so many people reproducing that do not add anything to the advancement of what would be the ideal... But... Human species. But... Per se. By the law... But we have... The law of evolution. Capped the, yeah, we have capped the pyramid. We're at the top. Well, we. that depends. Because the thing about evolution, or, you know, like, who gets to move their genes on, who gets to reproduce, whoever does that wins. That's mm-hmm. how you win, if, you want, if we're talking Guess genetics. Guess who keeps winning? Yeah, well. The idiots keep winning! <laughs> That's what I'm saying. It's like, I guess they're not the idiots then, because they're the ones winning. And it's yep. the gene pool. It's okay to be a loser! Maybe technology yeah. isn't that fucking important, <laughs> and evolution is self-correcting for all these smarty pants. If you guys want to be all us- the other losers, we've already <clears throat> talked about a few local joints. Joe's <laughs> underground. <laughs> um... <laughs> Meet your but local yeah. losers. We're cool uh, ass folks. <laughs> if we all, if all this, you know, if it's truly ends up in idiocracy and all the smart people die and then all the dumb people also die because they were relying on the smart people's talents, then I guess that's the it. That's that's the that's what that's we the did. cream of the crop right that's, there. <laughs> that's how it happened. That's and it's just fucking cream corn. <laughs> no nutritional value. <laughs> it just tastes good for a little bit. Got electrolytes just, that plants crave. Just, we're just in an alien cup. <laughs> well, we tried, Joe. Toast. Cream yeah. of the crop. Slurp. Gulp. Yeah. Done. 
Humans. It's all a simulation. Check. <laughs> to try and make the perfect cocktail. We it's tried. Like, oh, nope. They did this one with corn again. Why is <laughs> it always cold. corn with these Why fucking... Is it always corn? It has no nutritional value. Nothing. Look, maybe the next simulation... We can simulation... put it in cars, even though that electricity works better. Next time, next time we make a simulation, let's let's make corn a little bit harder to grow. Okay, let's <laughs> right? see how Stop that works. Stop making it so easy. Skip the dinosaurs this time. We already know that doesn't work. Facts. They they ain't gonna They just last make here. fucking they gas just, out just of the fossils the anyway. They just make gas out of the fossils and destroy the planet anyway with it. So like solar power, we already figured it out. We can just you know keep upcycling and recycling. We could do it. We could so do it. There's so many people that have proved we could fully sustain the entire world if we would yep. all just, just, just like if, I think when I read it, because this was actually one of our like, I'm going to flaunt my nerdism here, but in school I was in Earth Club and uh, we did hella Earth Day projects all the fucking time. One of those of which was figuring out, like, some type of social advancement thing. So there were several different options, you know, like, alright, figuring out the most sustainable greenhouse in the basis of a full property. So, like, a fully sustained two, or no, three families. So, like, you know, the traditional family style of just basic American living. Mm-hmm what they would need for crops and stuff, so you had that option. So what they would need for crops, energy source, anything as far as, like, making income from all the things and balancing, you know, net profits and stuff like that versus the ecological impact it would have on the earth and society. So we had the caveat of that, like, having to incorporate societal, cultural changes in that and giving realistic numbers on what the fuck it would take. And that's what we wrote on fucking posters for Earth Day after we did all these projects because they were just outstandingly crazy fucking numbers. It's too expensive. It's too fucking expensive. It's so expensive. It's so much work to undo all of the damage that not only we have already done... But that, at the rate that we're doing, is gonna just degrade everything else. Even with the advancements we have, like, we wouldn't see any nominal, quanti- like, quantified percentage mark mm-hmm. until... Like, profit. Cent- no, just, like, improvement. Oh, improvement. Yeah. Like, you, we wouldn't expand at an improving rate until, like, I'm talking centuries fuck it was centuries and that is so sad because like i've done that in high school i did that like my sophomore year that was that one and it just kept getting worse because we would do roughly the same things compare the numbers our data spreadsheets were like this is why i got so into ecology and that's why i went to australia was for ecology and the very first place we stayed was a fully sustainable wildlife reserve so not only was it built into the integration of rainforests but 
everything that was there, there were only two things that were imported, and that was mostly, like, food items and things like alcohol and stuff like that. You know, your actual tourist stuff. Right. Um, but everything that was put into the island went back into it. Went back into it, the whole process, all right. the recycling, fully everything. Fully renewable. Fully renewable. And that was another thing, is if the tourist industry would get on board, someone did, like, a... Oh my god, it must have been a two-hour presentation because we got in trouble for, like, still being in the auditorium. Because it just kept going and we were all, like, debating and just fucking going insane. Um, but, like, how... If just... If you could just get, like, one industry on board, the astronomical amount of changes... Yeah. That could just start the ball rolling. But it's already too... It's... it's it's already too fucking late. It's already too fucking late. We will never fucking see that. Like, and that breaks my heart. It breaks my heart. Reading a thing the other day about some lake in Antarctica dumped all the way out into the ocean. So, it's like 200 billion gallons of water or some shit. Just dumped extra, where it doesn't or it was No, it was like cubic feet of water. It was like billions of cubic feet of water. Of a man-made lake. No, 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 Antarctica. Just, oh, no just man-made. straight. Okay, I didn't yeah. know. I didn't it know if there was a any shelf or something melted out from and under it dumped. and dumped into the ocean, so the sea level got. That's our fault. Yep. That's our fucking fault. Yep. Literally, we can watch. Like, I remember when I had to stop watching Animal Planet because so many of the documentaries and the research was showing like starving populations of polar bears like that was one of the saddest things in whales because yeah. you can see it so much on animals that need fat in those climates you can see how they don't have any muscles they don't have mm-hmm. any fucking muscles they don't have any fat it is literally well, just skin and bones and they are endurance in the animals fucking arctic you don't have scarce. a goddamn calorie to spare nope Nope, you're up, you're expending all of that energy. Yeah. Every ounce of it. And then that was just that was a wake up call for me. I was like cuz I was I'd say I was a huge animal in earth. I, I've been a fucking hippie pretty oh. much all my life. You I've don't wanted to say. be a <laughs> Yes. I I did go through a few phases, but yeah. hippie will always be number one because I am just a I'm a universal goddess agree thing <laughs> anyways but you know like I wanted to be a veterinarian so obviously that was at a very young age like I can remember before I was four because it was before yeah. fucking Georgia you um, wanted to be Doc McStuffins I wanted to be Doc McStuffins didn't <laughs> exist but <laughs> I had, I, I had all of the Barbie fucking veterinarian PC games and oh yeah yes <laughs> I still have all of my discs of those and my dogs games and pets with a Z because that's how oh yeah yeah I remember pets <laughs> and I make them have babies and they be so cute and I trained them and just I had all these little families it was essentially like Sims but for it animals was and yeah I, I know it. exactly I what you're talking about so it was one of <laughs> The most purchased 
pre-owned Game Boy Advance games yes! I've ever seen go yes! through GameStop. Yes! Was the entire Pets series. I they, want it on Game Boy. I never had it on Game Boy or any handheld. I've only ever had them on PC. They knew exactly what they were doing. <laughs> oh, yeah. Yeah, they did. Yeah. Yes, they did. They know how to drive that market. I was like, really? And they would get it for the DS, and I'm like, you know Nintendogs exists, right? And they're like, <gasps> yeah, but it's $45. I'm uh-huh. like, yeah, I know, but... <laughs> There's a reason. There's a reason this one is five. <laughs> fucking right. five dollars. Okay, that's four dollars and fifty about. cents pre-owned. The advancement the... here, all right. Yeah. <laughs> fucking Nintendo. talk about the capitalism on top of that shit. <laughs> yeah, fucking Nintendo is more expensive pre-owned. I'm sure. Mm-hmm. Like just like Pokemon, at a certain guaranteed, point, guaranteed, yeah. and it's because Nintendo is so fucking smart about that shit. And he even, like, came out and said this is exactly why he does it. Like, he said he doesn't want his games to be valued any less. So he doesn't want people to wait for, like, a year until the game is cheap and then buy it. He wants people to buy it and play it when he drops the game. Yo. But, like... I mean, I get that. Yeah, I get but that. That's yeah. why Nintendo games never drop price. Wow. Like every single Nintendo game that has come out has held its fucking fifty or sixty dollar fucking price tag, if not more so. Like since it came out, especially Pokemon, especially Zelda. Your big, yep, your big heavy hitters. With Mario. You probably Damn, still Nintendo man. Speaking of, I want to play some of my Mario today happening it's happening which mario i want to finish origami king so bad so bad it's been it's been my favorite i have to say it i I did that with breath of the wild i have to say it it's been my favorite i thought it was odyssey but i got real i got real tired of odyssey really fast i like the 3d i want to play galaxy 2 that's not that's not the one on All Stars, is it? No, no. they only okay. put Galaxy One on All Stars. Ah, uh, Galaxy they didn't get the Two. One. Okay. That way, because like I've heard, it's basically Mario Galaxy, but more. And I was like, okay, cool. <laughs> What's the more? Yeah. I'm yeah, like more. Uh, give, give me more of that shit. Because <laughs> exactly. Mario Galaxy is probably my favorite. I haven't tried Mario Galaxy but, yet. Like I said, I haven't Switch. played two, so. I'm still pl- I'm playing them in order, playing them in order on the 3D. That's. Is it? Whew. That's the, I mean, 64 is good and all, but them controls make that game infuriating. It's still, even on the remaster. Yeah, it's a tough thing to get through. Yeah. It is very tough. Yeah. Very tough. That's That's why why I got all the other Mario games to, like, keep hopping, keep hopping back and forth. That's why I did um, Sunshine first, because I knew... That the controls would be kind of frustrating, but not, not as frustrating as 64. Yeah. And I was like, I already played Sunshine like four or five times, so I know what I'm doing. And then once I get the hang of that, I'll play Galaxy, because I haven't beaten Galaxy. I hadn't beaten Galaxy yet until the All-Stars came out. Oh my goodness. <sighs> the first time he not 
interrupting the podcast. Right. And now he's interrupting it with his cuteness. He is interrupting it with his cuteness. He all curled up on both the pillows, like right in the middle. Such a sweet Aww. boy. He's a sweet little chunky baby. He said, oh, oh, extra attention for me? Yeah, talk about you, you little dick face. <laughs> yeah, you got your dick face. He got a straight up cock and balls on his face. Right in the middle. Right in the middle. Right in his, his little cheeks. In his little, little testicle cheeks. <laughs> Just adorable. We're gonna do the cat people thing. And we're gonna get, like... $250 framed <laughs> fucking cat. Oh, the cat felt cat sculptures? Yes. Oh my god. We're doing yes. it. We're doing I mean, it because they're They shed plenty it. enough. They, yep, they shed plenty. That. We can give her all the material. For anybody wondering, <laughs> watch Cat People on Netflix. Yeah. And there's these it's absolutely amazing framed sculptures of your cat's face. In 3D. Whatever, yeah, whatever, like, position you want them in. your cat's own fur and whiskers that, If you, you so know, choose. If you so choose yeah. or whatever. But just to, like, memorialize the cat forever and ever. Yeah, fuck those, like, nobleman paintings, Queen Victorian bullshit. Nah. Nah, nah. Need a felt sculpture. Felt sculpture. That's <laughs> <laughs> going up on each side of the bed. <laughs> yes. So they can't get to them. They're going to have a whole cat room, y'all. Can you imagine <laughs> if they, like, hold it up to their face and they're like, what the <laughs> fuck is that? <laughs> oh my Especially God. if it smells like them. Right. Oh, my gosh. That would be Like hilarious. running into a like, clone. <gasps> What is that? Because cats are like spiritual-ass animals. Of all the animals that I have had the experiences of having deep connections with, I do have to say that I may potentially be a convert. I can't say this with full, full confidence yet. Yes. Because, <laughs> because Jake and Andrew are both looking at me with these adorable naughty faces, might I add. The naughty I'm a I'ma fuck shit up, but you still gonna love me anyways faces. He learned it from his fucking father. <laughs> Wonder where the logo comes from. <laughs> but I will say cats have always been the best, uh trip partners ooh because of you, that yep because of that spiritual connection, connection I think and I think that's I've why always... like I have more confidence in saying that I might be a convert and it has to do with like a lot of like I don't know though because I've had birds and birds are some fucking spiritual animals the Hell yeah. The intelligent birds. <laughs> well, yeah. Even the not super There's intelligent birds are still fucking air, intelligent as fuck. The air element in Avatar is the one that's connected to the spirit world. The most connected to the spirit world. Right. Oh, yes. Look at me being an Aquarius over here. Yeah. Which is always... 
Never remember that it's a fucking air sign. Right? Right? The hidden pleasures. Yeah. Always think like, oh yeah, they dumping water out. That's a water sign, right? Like, Nah, bitch. Air. We just of service. I heard that on the Aquarius podcast I was listening to the other day. Oh. It was one of the ones oh, yeah. you sent me. Yeah, yeah, the legend behind it. Uh-huh. It's really cool. Was that on um, um, Stuff to Blow Your Mind? Was that no, the... No, no what it's was called it? Mythology. Yeah, that that entire segment. It's split in like three different... Yeah. Each astrological signs. I loved it yeah. so much. I love so much. that fucking mythology shit. It just makes fucking sense. That's what I'm saying. Like, it... The Aquarius the, one, I, now that I remember it, was pretty fucking dark, though. Dark as fuck. Yeah. That's so, the, that's the for beauty anybody of it. who wants the quick synopsis. <laughs> yeah, uh, you give it. You're good at... Zeus decides that he wants to have sex with this woman, so he does. This earthly it's woman. Zeus, yeah. Um, it's fucking Zeus. <laughs> he is about to get caught. Is this the right one? Where he turns her into a no. cow? No, no, no that's no. Taurus. No. God damn it. Yeah, I'm thinking of the wrong the, one. Uh, I don't this is the water what. bear, where he's the servant for the wine. Like, he's taken, he's plucked as, like, a not prisoner, but he kind of a fucking prisoner, essentially. Yeah. And he has to serve as the wine, water, spirits, bearer to all of the gods. So he's saying, you know, you have plentiful, you have bounty. Exactly what I was just fucking yeah. talking to. You have bounty. You have plenty. Here you are celebrating when these humans, like, are, they are sacrificing all of their resources, all of the things that you already have plenty of in respect, in reverence, in, you know, you having everything. And you are the gods. You are the ones looking over them. You are the leaders, the powers for them. Yeah. And here you are not doing a fucking thing about it. And you're just getting drunk off your ass, partying, because you got drama and God's bullshit up in your fucking palaces. Because what, what other better shit do you have to do than to fucking drink? Like, that's it. That's it. God life was mm, chef's kiss. Fuck whatever you want. Get whatever you want. <laughs> so the wine bearer. The, the wine bearer was the like. The messenger ended up uh, getting high on his own supply. <laughs> so he didn't partake or anything of, you know, the celebrations or anything. Like, this was a poignant fact of that, too. Like, Zeus asked him, oh, what do you think of our accomplishments of the gold, the chalice, the things that the humans are offering us, all of these plenty fucking treasures that we yeah. are receiving because we are loved. We are we are seen for who we are. You know, all of the ego. All of the ego. And he's like, do you... He, he would do this back and forth with Zeus where he would piss him off. He'd be like, do you want me to be honest? Do you want me to be honest? Because I will be honest. But I'll tell you right now, it's not in my best interest for yeah. continuing on this and stuff. And so, like, you know, he's legitimately explaining these things. And Zeus is getting so fucking pissed off. And he starts saying, like, once he starts getting mad, and Zeus is like, no, I deserve these things. All of the gods deserve these things. And he's like, you guys 
what do you sacrifice? What do you give to them? Like, what, like, asking these very invasive to the ego questions. So, essentially pouring the spirit out. Yeah. Pouring it out unto the earth. And so, you know, the utmost thing seen for the gods, for any of that, is becoming a constellation. You get the most power from always being in every timeline. Every timeline looking down on the gods. You are higher than the gods. Yeah. Per se. Yeah. So, he goes back and forth. He goes back and forth. I mean, we still got the fucking Zodiac, and we don't really use the Greek gods anymore, so... Kind of better to be a constellation. Yep. Well, we use them for the planets. Yeah. Yeah. We still... They're still the heavenly bodies, I guess. Yeah. So, essentially, you know, Aquarius was sticking up for fucking Earth. Sticking up for the the people who were... The stars are way farther away than the planets, But the stars are better. So, Zeus (laughs) gets mad, and he's... Saying all this shit, you know, Aquarius servant dudes, like, saying all these really good things, and Zeus is kind of almost there. He's, like, almost there. And then just, like, every other fucking god. But wait. Hold on. What if I'll make you a deal? I'll compromise. I'll give them... Your beauty, your, and stroking the Aquarius ego. Yeah. Stroking that you're going to be the savior for your people, the people you were trying to bring up everything that they needed, that you were trying to restore. Right. I'll help you be that person to do that. So then it's the inflated ego of, you're going to become the god, and then they're going to look to you as the god that's not serving them. But here you are. Here you are. It just tied so much. Yeah. Oh, my yikes. God. Like, yeah, yikes. Ouch. Yikes. <laughs> Ouch. Personally attacked listening to that. Yeah. Um. Do you want to hear my summary of the Taurus one? Yes, since you started it. I liked this one. This was one of my favorites. Um, It was Taurus, Scorpio, Pisces, Libra, obviously Aquarius. I didn't relate to the Pisces one at all. Really? Oh my god. When I listened to the Pisces one, I was like, oh yeah. Yeah. Oh yeah. Um, But that's because, you know, Pisces don't stroke their own ego. They want people to do it for them. (laughs) Um... He's so pretty. You'd Everybody knows that's you. What? It doesn't need to be um, recorded on the podcast. It's recorded that you are the cutest. That's and we for anybody listening, that's not true. This is my podcast. But Andrew got the better hair. That, and mm, he got this awesome, mm, structural, green god face. Pretty sure you get more compliments on your hair. I don't know. You be strutting that crop top and, you know, that statue yeah, come out and that hair come out. And then you just put the combo okay. all together and boom, bam. <laughs> Bestest. Cutest. Gorgeous. Done. You win this time only because I want to get to my story. 
Hi. <laughs> uh, Check for me. He just, you know, flaunted so, his hair for those of you that, uh... It's not intentional. <laughs> so Zeus be fucking this chick, right? And, um, this is his side hoe. He got a wife back at the hizzy. Up in Olympus. Up in Olympus. <laughs> Raising them not, babies. She is not fucking happy. She is also not very trusting, as she shouldn't be, of Zeus. Yeah. And, um, Zeus is, like, pulling up his fucking pants, getting ready to go. He just turned back into a human from fucking her as a goat. Like, getting up, getting ready to leave, and all of a sudden he's, like, out of nowhere, oh, shit, my wife's coming. You better fucking hide. So... He turns her into a cow. Talks her into it. Talks her into Talks her into yeah, it. Talks her into disguising him letting him disguise her as a cow. And it's excruciating pain. Yeah. She goes through excruciating deformity yeah. style pain. It's terrible. Yeah. Um and then when his wife shows up, drunk old Zeus is like, Oh, what's up, honey? He was just me hanging out with a cow. <laughs> That's. I wouldn't leave you over a cow. And then she's like, oh, well, that's actually, you know what? A that's gorgeous a, cow. That's a gorgeous cow. <laughs> I really like that cow, Zeus. I bet you really like that cow. You know what? I'm going to keep that cow in my garden. We're just going to leave it right there. And if anything ever happens to it or it happens to change at some point, that's not going to happen, right? No, 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 that's not gonna, that's not gonna, it's, 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 it's just, a just a, it's just, it's a, just cow. a cow, it was just, no. it's a beautiful cow, okay, because <laughs> if that thing is not, is anything other than a cow, I'm putting your dick in a blender, <laughs> like, so then Zeus's dumbass sneaks in, like, leaves, um, the Taurus, I forget the name of the I also forgot character. the real names, um, but the person who eventually, spoiler alert, becomes the constellation, uh, leaves her in the garden for eternities. Like, forever. Alone. Because her human as life. A fucking yeah. cow. Her human life as a cow is going on exponentially in yeah. the, her own timelines. Like, multiple, yeah. multiple timelines. And this is nothing for Zeus. This is fucking yeah. nothing for Zeus yeah. and his wife. So. Zeus pops back up after the argument with his wife has cooled down enough where he can sneak into the garden and is like, uh, okay, so I can't, I can't exactly get you out, but I could turn you into a constellation. <laughs> and she's like, well, it's better than being a fucking cow. Just make sure everybody knows not yep, to make I'm... the same fucking mistake mm -hmm. as me. Yeah. God damn. So good. Listen to the fucking podcast. So amazing. I love them so much. Yep. It's called Mythology. Pretty easy to find. <laughs> Very easy to find. So um, many choices. What are we at? 57. <gasps> Yay! That's pretty good. So, um, 
On a scale from one to ten. <laughs> Where are you at? Where am I at? I'm at a... I'm at like a soft three. Okay. So I'm at like six. <gasps> oh, <laughs> shit! <laughs> okay. I was like, oh, shit. Okay. Sneaking up. Nice. Um, yeah, I think I'm gonna do my plan to, you know, have some more fun while paddleboarding. Sounds good. What, have you ever um, gotten into the Egyptian afterlife myths at all? I remember reading some when I was at the Louvre in fucking Paris. Because obviously, just the extensive Egyptian shit that's in that place is yeah fucking gorgeous and how are you not gonna read about it like yeah people that go and just look i don't understand i don't understand how you don't want to know unless you already know like if you already know cool but there's some stuff that you just want to like absorb the art though Mm -hmm. but um the thing about it and i don't care how many times i have to say spoiler alert (laughs) but if you've seen the good place they essentially go down the same path of ending up at a system of afterlife that works in a similar way to the Egyptian afterlife. Because the Egyptian afterlife, you die, you go through these trials, you have to answer for all this shit that you did, you have to answer these, like, 500 questions, and it's like everybody gets asked the same 500 questions or some bullshit, and if you don't answer them correctly... Then you get fed to the fucking she-spider demon god. (laughs) And, uh, it's another episode of mythology. But, um, the thing is, it also ties back into the whole thing we were talking about earlier with the whole quantum suicide (gasps) thing, because it's basically every single life that you are living is just another trial until you until get you right, get yep. Until you immortality you pass the, because you've passed, you've dodged every bullet perfectly. See, this is what this is what I was talking about, like with the ties. How everything essentially is connected. Like, still all of the the quote unquote beliefs of each different fucking belief has some some network that is like, yeah, this is why it works. That's what happens with the fucking <laughs> everything down to the goddamn trees. Oh, the roots. The trees. And the mycelium. Trees are my favorite. Trees are definitely up there for me with plants. And why are you eating them all the time? <sighs> Andrew. But I. Just seems cool. Just like carnivores. <laughs> just like carnivores. There. That's the point. <laughs> That's the joke I'm trying to. Make. I know, I know. You're I just respect a carnivore carnivores for a different. Yes, I am just a carnivore kind of. for, and for all the things I love. Okay. <laughs> Everybody can have their own diet. I don't care. I just, I like to know the reasons behind things, mm-hmm. and I like to make sure that they're solid. And mine are the. I have that line with my moral 
my morality. Like, I cannot consciously... What I is, will, what is the yeah, line? My line for me is, like, sea creatures. Like, fish and stuff like that. Like, I, I won't eat fish. I won't eat anything that can, like... I don't want to say has eyes because some... You know, like fucking squid and shit. Like, there's some yeah. species of squid that don't have fucking eyeballs. What about or jellyfish? Like, or, yeah, jellyfish. They don't got fucking shit, what but a central nervous jellyfish? system. I would not eat a jellyfish. I wouldn't eat a jellyfish either. Mostly because I think it would be gross. But, I would if it meant you would pee in my mouth. <laughs> um, <laughs> just thinking of possible scenarios. <laughs> Um, is this like no? But the list? thing, the thing about the <laughs> jellyfish is like, so would you not eat a jellyfish because you think it's alive? Yeah, along that basis, yeah, like that morality is what fucks with me. Like, okay, I don't want to eat another. Not to. I don't want to say like living thing because obviously plants are living things. I was things. about to say not to alarm And you. now there's so much studies out that like say about how like plants. They're can way smarter shit, than jellyfish. And they're way smarter than jellyfish. Jellyfish way are kind of dumb. Way smarter than jellyfish. I am very conflicted. Okay, this is one of the standpoints of like my veganism. I that understand. I am conflicted about. Like, I definitely understand the. Cruelty towards anything mm -hmm. is fucking terrible. And the way that factory farming has been done and is still being, continues to be done, is disgusting and horrifying. Facts. Um, Big facts. So I can definitely understand wanting to stop that as much as possible. But I just... It's you. You're, you're the blurred line. Like, the human making the choice or... And the fact that humans can make that choice is still fucking crazy, yeah, too. Because, be yeah, we, we should shouldn't even be everything. able to. We shouldn't be able to make that choice. No. Like, that's another thing that is a ethical quandary, if you say, in my brain for my moral choices I make in life, for lifestyles. Yeah. That is something that's, like, very dear to me. But also, I don't understand it. And things that I don't understand fully... I don't want to partake in yet. Unless right. I know fully what I'm doing is going to be the impact that I'm trying to intend upon. But back to the good place. Yeah. They go over this ethical dilemma. Yeah, they, they do. literally, in minute detail, show you how even just buying a dozen flowers for your mom on Mother's Day somehow ends up coming out as a negative karmic impact on your yep. entire timeline. Because so much slavery went into all of it. Exactly. So much pain, exactly. heartache, murder, all of it. Every single bit of it. It's such a good show. It's a very good show. Very they good do a show. very good job. It's so fucking deep. <clears throat> yeah, well, they basically just go through philosophy, making it funny, mm -hmm. making it exactly like the way that it should be. It's yep. one of my favorites of all time, and it is for that philosophical there's a, aspect. There's a it. reason why movies sell more than books. 
yeah. shows, TV, things that are like, visual. You connect to it better. Yep. But, like, I've been listening to Philosophize This for years, which is, like, they just... I've listened to every single episode, actually, because they he goes... It's the same guy. He goes from the beginning of philosophy all the way to, like, he's in modern day, still releasing episodes and shit. And, like, the way that The Good Place was structured was almost exactly the same way that this college <laughs> philosophy professor did his podcast oh in order. my god like, <laughs> it was such a good companion study guide like, <laughs> i like how you put that companion study guide yeah i'd learned so much more from podcasts and tv than i ever did from goddamn homeschool i have from more than public school more than fucking public school. The public school system is a goddamn joke. It's all based on, can you memorize this for the short amount of time until we test you on it, and then, ta-da, move on. Yeah. Like, sure, give me the argument about, oh, we need to build the intellectual pathway of problem solving. That's not how you say, why do I need to learn this math? That is not the answer no, that is the answer for swiping credit cards. Shut the fuck up. Like, <laughs> You're not always going to have a calculator in your pocket. Exactly. Where are we today? Yeah. Do you think? Not only do like, I have a calculator, I have the entire Encyclopedia Britannica, Urban Dictionary. Mm -hmm. I have Every all of YouTube. Anything and everything. Any skill I could all ever want time. to acquire. Any item that I could need to procure is simply a button touch away. Not even a button. It's just a magic piece of glass that just brings yep. stuff to your doorstep. <laughs> Got a bunch of googly eyes coming in tomorrow. I can't wait! We're gonna plaster them everywhere! We're, the trash cans are definitely getting googly eyes. Did you see uh, a pair of two-inch googly eyes on something? At Joe's Underground. Oh. <laughs> Probably. Ooh, we should put it on the TV. Because they don't ever use the fucking TV in the corner. I only needed two and I already... for my Oculus, just so everybody knows. <laughs> um, but they come in 12 packs, so... S sacrifice. <laughs> so we, we put in some googly eyes and some shit. Fuck yeah. Might have Mr. Dresser over there. <laughs> <laughs> Dressy, maybe. The dress Dressy. Dressy. Ranch dress dresser. up. Um. <laughs> Mr. Dressel. How you doing the over there? hat. You be ranch dressing. <laughs> a little fucking red bandana. Yes, like Woody from yeah. Toy Story. <laughs> and googly eyes. Oh, my God. We have to do it now. We have to. Take a picture before this episode releases. Facts. So I can this is going to be the picture for the episode. Yeah. Simultaneously release a picture of Dressy. <laughs> Mr. Dressup. <laughs> dressy Dressup. Yes. On the ranch. Oh, my God. So many fucking... I gotta have a ceiling fridge. Yeah, gotta that's get... gonna be insane. But you know what? I have a feeling it'd be dope as fuck to just have it. Like, look, y'all. When we...
because this going to be happening within, what, year, two years, next two years, probably. The ceiling fridge? Ceiling. Oh, like the next ten minutes. <laughs> Fuck yeah. Let's do it right now. Right now. I'm <laughs> right starting now. the hole as we speak. Um, <laughs> I don't think a ceiling fridge is ever going to be. I could see a wall fridge. Or like, you know, a little mini bar. Oh, yeah. For sure. Yeah, mini bar, like a little cabinet built around it, for sure. But, like, a ceiling, a ceiling attic recess, yeah. refrigerator doesn't seem as practical as I <laughs> no. thought it was in the first couple episodes. Because <laughs> you'd have to stand up, and that everyone, seems yep, like it would be really would hard right now. Everyone would have to stand up and be able to reach it, and then, yeah. And it'd have to be, like, directly over the table, so if something falls out, it just crashes on the laptop. <laughs> oh, no. Just imagine. Just glass beers, just... Everywhere. So, we have tactical difficulties. Thank you, alcohol. And attic. Look, if, this, if I ever get video for this podcast, we will have a ceiling fridge. <laughs> Put that in the, like, if you pledge all your money on... Patreon or whatever. <laughs> we will. A yeah. certain tier. A certain will just tier. Be the we will have a ceiling fridge. Ceiling mini fridge slash video setup for the podcast. Yes. All of the yes. Project Studio fridge. Hell yeah. We're going to have a dope ass setup. I already have a dope ass exactly. setup. Exactly. We already have a dope ass setup. And it just keeps getting better. Y'all haven't been in the studio. Just a recap. Legos. Star Wars. Galaxy. Ikea. Doped. Ikea. (laughs) Hippie paintings. Striver pole. There's a lot to look at. (laughs) There's a lot to look at. We real busy up in this shit. Yeah. Keep it kosher. Kitties galore. Pussy popping in this place. So much pussy, it'd be falling out my pockets. <laughs> yes. As our good friend The Weeknd would say. <laughs> Love his fucking songs, though. Love it. Love it. <sighs> Still just fuck me music. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, that's like, um, like Kanye doesn't have to make sense. Nope. Sometimes he does, but not always. Yeah, he doesn't have to. Doesn't have to. Doesn't fucking have to. It's about the music. Dim vibes. All about dim vibes. Top three favorite artists all time. (sighs) This is hard. That is probably, like, (laughs) this is so difficult. Fucking shit. Okay, we're gonna have to, we're gonna have to kick it back. Alright, so Death Cab for Cutie is always up there. Yeah. Up there. That probably, like, day my number one. Day my number one. Yeah. There you go. Number uno. Death cat. Number two, though. 
who do you hate the second least? Right? Right? That's the, that's the fucking hard part. Okay, what are what are your lowest, your bottom three bands? Bottom three bands? Three Anything? worst bands of all time. <laughs> what are they? I, Let's call I some people out. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, bottom three of well, like popularized <laughs> bands. So no, no, no personal attacks. This <laughs> gonna sound like a personal attack. You little Pisces ass gonna take it as a personal attack. Ariana Grande down there. She down there. I know it. She down there. <laughs> oh, I know it's trash. I it's love it. Trash. That's why I love it. Same with fucking um, Doja Cat. Oh, but I like Doja Cat, though. It's, I like the raunchy, like, it, yeah. Yeah, I like Doja pull it Is off. Is Ariana not raunchy enough? Is that No, it? Ariana can't pull she off didn't. raunchy. She ain't. Yeah, she's prissy. She, yeah, she's just a prissy bitch. Like, yeah, that's the thing. Nah. That's the nah, whole but thing. It, but it still don't fit. Like, I don't know. It still, it still don't fit to me. And, like, that's the... It's nah, that fucking... You, that's what makes your trash. That's what makes Penelope. your trash. Penelope. <laughs> the cat. No, I love Penelope. You, yes. I'm saying. But that is that seven yeah, it's rings. That, yep. Se- yep. Seven rings. Yeah. But oh. you know what? You can't deny that fucking song. And you know why you can't deny it? Is because it's, it's so already the sound of music. It's straight... Stolen. Exactly. It's not even. Exactly. Um. Wow. I wear crop tops. I'm not gonna like hide my (laughs) affection for Ariana Grande. (laughs) (laughs) Hmm. I am really not a fan of like. I can't do the Jesus music. I can't. Right. Well, that's just I Trump. I fucking can't. Yeah. Just can't. Just can't do we, it. We don't even have to consider nope, any of that. That, that. I feel like that shouldn't even. That's yeah, a whole right. other that circle doesn't of even, hell. There you go. That's a different ring. Yeah. <laughs> Penny part of good seven rings. Yeah. We're talking about <laughs> music, not whatever the fuck they're doing. Yeah. <laughs> I don't consider. Oh, let's shit. go back to the top. I can't really think of shitty things. <laughs> so far, like, we I have like your a favorite lot of, band and your least, least favorite, favorite band. So we're getting there. So we're Death Cab for Cutie and Ariana Grande. <laughs> Is that Cab for Ariana Grande? <laughs> <laughs> Is that her Uber? Those are Uber. Pulling up right now. Pull up. Pull up as you dead. <laughs> hmm. Okay. There's a couple metal bands and we'll like. Do, what's who's your? We'll move on from music. <laughs> who's your favorite superhero and your Ooh. least favorite superhero? Ooh. You can also include villains because nowadays also, they're villains? very they're antiheroes. Yeah, they're very antiheroes. Everybody's everything now. They um, have to be. Right, otherwise, so... you can't make a million movies. 
Dago. Everybody has Dago. to be good at I it. haven't seen Black Widow yet. I've been told Black Widow gets a little bit more deeper into her... Backstory? Her fucking shit. Yeah. Like, I mean, duh. Uh, duh! They explained it in the one flashback that I needed. And I'm... But... <laughs> I, so... So, like, I can't speak for all of heroes, obviously. I haven't seen Black Widow. I haven't seen... I haven't read up on any of my comics. I've seen literally all of the Avengers stuff. I've seen yeah. all the Avengers stuff, all right? I've seen the whole <coughs> timeline of that. And then, you know, like, Loki, WandaVision. Mm-hmm. I fucking love Vision. Blurring them lines. Fucking love Vision and Wanda. Those two are, like, yeah, up there for my heroes. Up there. Top. Fucking top. Top, top. Fucking top, top right there. Yeah. Hmm. Who's the biggest asshole in the So I have a love-hate relationship with Loki, and I feel like everyone fucking does. Everyone does. That's the whole point? That's the whole fucking point. (laughs) That's the whole fucking point. So that would be my number two. My number two would be Loki, because I hate him as much as I love him. I did not realize how fucking far, like, streets ahead I have been of everyone else having just played Majora's Mask as a child. (laughs) I already knew all this chaos bullshit. All this mischief, and it's gotta be a balance of both, and obviously you're not a superhero or a supervillain, but there's all this stuff. So, my very first tie into like spiritual realm things like before buddhism for me was taoism and that's what that's about it's a tao yeah it's about the balance of like the fucking good and evil there's gonna be a heavy and there's gonna be soft and you read the tao of poo i have not always wanted to um but yeah the lines between the heroes and the villains getting blurred and I say it's you know because of fucking capitalism mm-hmm. wanting to make more movies but if they're that diving deep into the once lore. again brings us back around to where to we're educating starting. the masses yeah. <laughs> and it's guess what yeah. guess what it's it's already fucking working yeah. it's already working nobody's <laughs> a hero really nobody's truly good nobody's, nobody's truly, truly evil yeah, yeah. Yeah. And it's it. everywhere. Mm-hmm. All over. And, like, I think the first place that I actually started to notice it was, like, maybe Game of Thrones? No, it had to be before that. It was definitely before Game of Thrones. Before Game of Thrones. Maybe X-Men? Sure um, I remember a little bit before X-Men 2 for me. But I'm like, trying to think, like... I think probably, like, the original X-Men comics were probably... Well, I don't know. I guess comic books have probably been doing this in the general, whole time, and yeah, I have no Comic idea. books in general have yeah. always blurred the lines. That's why, like, I kind of almost spawn. Yeah, I know. I'm sorry. <laughs> but, yeah. Spawn was... That's another thing. Up there. Is up there for that blurred. Like, we think everything is happening now. We think it's always been happening. It's always, it's always been, been, been happening. We think that's the key word there <clears throat> is we think. Yeah. Not obvious. All this shit has happened. We before. ain't original. We ain't fucking original. 
This shit all has happened. Guess what? We just put it in different order this time. It's just in a different fucking order. <laughs> yeah. That's why one of my favorite things is to put a magnet up against the computer Computer every once in a while and <laughs> see if I can rock the simulation a little bit. See the discrepancies yeah. <laughs> play with the play with the fields yeah bend them if you will <laughs> that is the power of like one of the one of the songs we were dancing to last night that you are like i am a god yeah we all are a god every god if you're listening to this we're sorry <laughs> 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 just want to cover but all my I bases. am God, but anyway. But I am God, so thanks, and thanks I forgive for you. that. And yeah. <laughs> forgive you of your sins. <laughs> <laughs> Damn. Yeah, cause we, cause we are like even Jake, Jake over there. He is a little God. He oh, for God. sure. Oh, one hundred percent. Way before we were. Totally. <laughs> Cats definitely made it to God status before humans ever made it there. Yeah. <laughs> ever. He's living out his one eternal There's a reason life. why a lot of the constellations are animals. Like, <laughs> come on here. Yeah. And what, only... Oh shit, is there only... There's only a certain number of them that are actually human. Like, astrological... Yeah, they're mostly animals. They're mostly for fucking sure. animals. It's like 80% <laughs> animals. Even then, why are we drawing a line between <laughs> humans and animals? Why? Are we smarter than them? Most, most of them. Are we smarter than them, really, though? Mm. Not most of them. Give a monkey a paintbrush and let's see what happens. <laughs> You see that elephant over there? He's making two million dollars a month on Instagram. Facts. Painting selfies. <laughs> Painting selfies. And getting fed in his life. Like, the life. Get to paint pictures of myself and eat these peanuts. And all these leaves. Yeah. And have people think I'm fucking yeah. awesome. That's way better off. Mm-hmm. That's like, if anything, they got you, it totally society. figured out. Yeah, fuck you, society. Like, Just let me be, let me be my free animal. I am. Fuck y'all doing building all this shit. Right. Stop. It was fine. Right. Why is there so many deer? I don't know, man. Maybe because you just wiped out their whole field. Where else are they gonna go? <sighs> Back to the how line. the world is. Yeah, the line. Did we progress? End. Did we? <laughs> but yeah. Oh, <laughs> always forget the original conversation. Yep. That's the key to podcasting. Um, <laughs> the OG. Just the forget link. everything. But where is that fucking line of consciousness? It's always been my favorite fucking question. <laughs> 
Where's the line? Because I don't see it? it. There's, there is none. That is the, that is the essence of it being a collective consciousness. I've heard about. That's why it's a collective consciousness. Maybe. <laughs> Gotta do DMT and find out. <laughs> Gotta ask yeah. the experts. Ask the. And by that I mean the DMT ask gods. The elders. <laughs> yeah. Yes. Go to directly to the source. To them. Just knock on the door. You know that it. thing that probably, Consult like, with them. <laughs> we don't want to, like, you know, convince people to do suicide, so we're not going to say scientifically that it happens, but probably DMT releases when you die, so it's probably just, like, dying, which means you probably see what's actually on the other side, so don't do it. <laughs> Definitely don't think that it's the afterlife because then you're just gonna end up killing yourself on DMT and that's not gonna be fun. <laughs> just like, dude, don't ruin it for everybody. Just like, bro, I'm already here. <laughs> Holy shit, I made it. <laughs> oh my goodness, so fucking crazy. <laughs> that's the idea. <laughs> Sanity within the insanity. Kill your own. Yeah, but if it was really that secret. You wouldn't have heard about it. Yeah.